0: Brown um, I do want to say you know I'm 37 years old uh, i've been I'm married and I have three kids. Mm. Um, I was born in Mexico, Guadalajara, mexico uh-huh. um, to a very traditional Catholic um, family mm. and my experience regarding that was actually not so good because they placed me in a non-church in oh. a non-school, I'm sorry. In a non-school. And, a non-school. Mm-hmm. and they would read to us, you know, the Bible. Most of the time I wasn't paying attention. Mm-hmm. And I always, I always think about, well, how come I never paid attention? But, but going back to, to the experiences, I understand that just my attention and my heart was not in it. Yeah. Because as I was in this uh, non-school, mm-hmm. what I experienced was not the love of God. There was a very old-fashioned, traditional uh, Catholic school. And one of the things that would happen for us or to us was that we would have to me- memorize, you know, all these rosaries and, and all these prayers. Right. And when I wouldn't memorize them, we would get put on our knees and we would get hit with rulers. Oh. And they would literally pull our hair, our ears, Ouch. and they would tell us mm. that, you know, God is disappointed in us. Yeah, and I think that's where my focus kind of like I don't I don't want to listen to this, and so me growing up was not so good about the image of God.
1: Yeah,
0: but when my mom brought me to the states, mm. I was really happy. Yeah, for one, but I was mm. very sad. Mm. For two, for why was I happy? I was happy because I I thought you know at six seven years old. Yeah. okay, I'm leaving this God. Like I don't have to deal with this God no more.
1: Right.
0: And so I was like really angry God, the one that abuses you. Exactly. (laughs) And so um, I was really relieved about that, but I was at the same time I was very sad because I was leaving my family, my friends, my classmates, everything, the world that I knew around me. Right. I was just totally just putting that behind. Yeah. And when I finally came to the States, you know, from the age of seven yeah. Uh, all the way till I was 14, I was just getting in trouble because I was learning a new language, kids making fun of me, yeah. and I was always in the principal's office.
2: What did that feel like?
0: I, you know, it was weird because I kind of felt that kind of came to, with the territory.
1: Yeah.
0: I, I knew coming to a new... You were prepared for that? Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. I think I was, as even though I was so little, I mm-hmm. felt that I was uh, uh, kind of anticipating the rejection of another culture, another language.
2: So you built kind of a resilience up towards it, maybe? Yeah,
0: absolutely. No doubt about it, Mm -hmm. you know? And so, right after that, you know, I just lived uh, like a regular kid does, except I was always in trouble. Mm. Always at the principal's office. But one day I met this gentleman. His name is Eddie. Mm. uh, Eduardo Garcia. Mm. And everybody liked him. I mean, this guy, this cat was... You know, I call him Cat because that's the way I always used to see him. Yeah. And he, he everybody liked him. And I could never figure out why until one day he just ups and invites me to church. Really? Yeah, he, he just just invited me to church.
2: The cool cat invited you to yeah, church? Yeah, except... Did you hear that? The cool <laughs> cat invited him to church. <laughs> that's
0: right. And so... Um, I was uh, the reason why I said yes mm-hmm. because honestly, when he said you know I want to invite you to church, I brought back memories of this mean God,
1: oh, I and, see, yeah. and the punishment,
0: and the, I was like, oh, but I just I liked him so much, and he was always real nice to me. He always kind of like carried me around like his little brother, you know.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: So I said yes.
1: Mm-hmm. So
0: we went to church that one time, and on that one time,
1: mm-hmm.
0: the the preacher started talking about. God's love and talking about how God can change anything, how it, your background doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. Your mistakes don't matter. Your reputation don't matter. Mm-hmm. Because when God steps in, He changes everything. changes everything. The one thing He was saying, though, is we, we have to hold on to Him.
1: Because yeah. if you
0: don't hold on to Him, everybody, anybody, yeah. anybody can slip right off. Yeah. Just slip right through the cracks, take a detour turn. Mm-hmm. So there's there's some truth to the fact that we must hold on to Him.
1: Mm.
0: Excuse me. And so He was talking and talking, well, preaching and preaching about this great, powerful God of love. And yes. I just didn't get
1: it. Mm-hmm.
0: I didn't get I could not understand, you mm-hmm. know. Uh, but on that day at the sermon, um, during that service, God spoke to me very, very clearly, greatly in such a way. Yeah. It was the very first time um my you know that they they brought me up to the front right you know because Mm -hmm. the 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 pastor Mm -hmm. was calling me out saying that god wants to talk to you and i'm like oh here we go again they're gonna beat me up you know this guy that guy they're all gonna jump me you know it's gonna it's it's gotten worse it went from the women beating me now the boys are gonna jump me (laughs) 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 and i was like oh my god like no no i didn't want to go
1: yeah and
0: um they finally, you know, they they they. We went up to the front and yeah. And the only thing I remember was the the pastor laying his hand on me and saying, "In the name of," and I was out.
2: Oh wow! Yeah.
0: I was out.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: When I woke up,
1: mm-hmm.
0: my face was against one of the bleachers there. <laughs> and I'm thinking to myself, I knew they jumped me. How somebody hit me from the back and they knocked me out. They'll yeah. kick me. I'm thinking of the worst.
2: Mm. Explain to them, if we could stop real quick, explain to them what happened. Because if the people that are watching that don't understand Christianity and you falling out and falling on the ground, they're they're thinking that the pastor knocked you out. (laughs) (laughs) No.
0: No. So, uh, um, I mean, I was going to jump right into it, but it's perfect. It's perfect. Um, So one of the things that uh, uh, I didn't understand at that moment uh, but l- I kept coming back because nobody kept, could give me the answer as to what happened. Everybody was like, it was the Holy Spirit. Yeah. It was the Holy Spirit. <laughs> and I'm like, well, who's, who's the Holy Spirit? Let me talk to him. Right. Bring him over here. Let me talk to him, you know? Right. And so as, as I kept coming back and I yeah. kept reading the word, yeah. I, I realized that God, the father had sent the son to show us the way. Yeah. And Jesus died not only for our sins not only for our sicknesses because people you know, think they're stuck with the sin is Jesus died for more than the, your sins yeah he died for your sins your sicknesses and your bondages whether they're mental mm-hmm. or emotional mm-hmm. and um, and Jesus died right but he, he died to 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 give us the, the word he died to give us the word mm-hmm. And in the Word is where we find the the, the Holy Spirit of God, yeah. His will, mm. His thoughts, mm. you know. And so, as I started studying uh, the Scripture, I came face to face with the Holy Spirit because
2: awesome. I wanted
0: to be pleasing to God. Yes. But one of the things is that when I would weigh myself on this side and i would weigh what god says i should be Mm -hmm. i was always down Mm -hmm. i could never make it no and that led me to rely on the holy spirit Mm -hmm. even more Mm -hmm. and so i kept going to church kept going to church and when i was about 17 years old um i had already i got baptized at 16 Mm -hmm. i gave my life to the lord
2: wow that's young
0: yeah, I, I just knew. I knew I had felt something. I was I was convinced, you know,
1: mm-hmm.
0: um of of my decision to follow God. But you know how the devil tries to throw curves curveballs at you to try to kinda discourage you, trying to uh just kinda just make you lose your faith, you know? Yeah. Well he threw one of those at me. Mm-hmm. Uh and when I was seventeen years old my mom and my stepfather, um uh, because I probably didn't even mention it, but I, I, I've never met my father. Oh. Uh, and that, That's a whole other story. I'm going to have to come back to that one. Okay, let's, let's We're going to have you back. Yeah, <laughs> let's just stick to this right here, right? Um, so one of the things that, um, that that the devil, I believe the devil threw at me yeah. and God allowed it yeah. was because he was going to use it, Yeah. right, um, is that um, my parents started having a lot of fights, see and and it wasn't just verbal fights it it was it got to the point where it was physical fights you know and me reading the scripture the scripture telling me that I can ask God you know I can tell him anything and you know my heart was pure I was like God like can you please fix my my parents can you just help them stop fighting with each other
1: Mm.
0: but nothing would happen Mm. and one day I was so depressed Mm. I was just so disappointed I went down to the local park. You are
2: talking about this right now. What are you feeling?
0: You know, what I'm feeling is that God has taken me through such a great journey. Mm. And that He is with me. He was with me the whole time. Mm. Uh, I feel like, um, you know, when you're going through the jungle, through the trials, through the tribulations, Mm. and, Mm. and through the struggles... You don't, you can't see too far because there's like trees everywhere. Yeah. You can't see anything. But when you begin to go up the mountain, yeah. you can actually look back and watch your journey and see, yeah. that's why, oh yeah, 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 Lord, you're right, that had to happen. Yeah. And so I just feel, as I'm remembering, yeah. had this been a different time, I might be crying right now, yeah. but I feel so happy, I feel so. Yeah.
2: You, your body language is, you're telling a story, but it's a story that you've dealt with yes <laughs> so you when you go back and you're telling the story your body language is saying wow you're, you're looking at it like wow yes. this is crazy i i'm yes. i'm hearing myself say this but man i went through this and i'm like i've overcome it that's that's what you look like when you're saying the story
0: oh well that's good mm-hmm. that's good because uh you know that's one of the things that our church uh one of our models one of our our logos one of ours our you know, words, whatever you want to call it. Mm-hmm. If some reason I can't think of it. Mm-hmm. Um, it, is to teach people to live live eternally on earth as it will be in heaven.
2: Oh, that's wonderful. You yeah.
0: know, that's 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 mm-hmm. something we put everywhere, yeah. and that's our main. I guess you could say that's our main focus. That's our. That's our mission, there you go. Our mission statement, mission statement is to teach everyone to live eternally on earth as it will be in heaven yeah. and mm-hmm. and so one of the things that that um, happened as a consequence of me praying and praying that God would change my change my parents' uh situation yeah. and not seeing a result, I started getting disappointed and depressed. Why isn't God working in my life? God, I'm doing everything. You know, I go to church. I yeah. pray. I, I, I try to avoid bad uh, influences, bad friendships. I'm trying to help the needy. Like, what am I doing wrong? Mm-hmm. And then one night, I can't remember the date, but I remember one night, I was so depressed. I was just so disappointed. Mm-hmm. I walked. It was like a two-mile walk. From where we live mm-hmm. down to this one uh, local dog park,
1: mm-hmm.
0: it was like it was, a, it was. I know it was a Halloween night. I know. I know it was a Halloween night. And I went down there, and I sat up. I sat down at this one bench, mm-hmm. and I said, "God, if you are real,
1: because
0: mm-hmm. it was it was messing with my faith. Right. You know when yep. sometimes when you just want to see." You want to see something good. It's not yes. that you're asking for a million dollars. It's not that you're asking for something just to happen in your life. It's not, and it wasn't even for me. It was for my parents. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And it doesn't happen. It causes some conflict mm. in your theology and your understanding. And I mean, I was 17 years old. Yeah, I couldn't understand. All I knew was, you know, I leave, I leave Mexico. I leave this God yeah. of hate and punishment. I come to America and I'm learning about this great, powerful God of love.
1: Yeah.
0: And here's my parents. And so I'm asking God in this bench, mm. which one are you?
1: Yeah.
0: Are you the God of Mexico? Mm. The one I learned about in my home country? Or are you the God of America? Yeah. The one that they've been telling me about, the one I've been reading in the scriptures. and? I was bold enough, I guess, because I was just desperate. And I don't know, maybe some people kind of uh, understand what I'm talking about. Mm-hmm. Only only when you've gone through this, you understand. Other, otherwise, I, I can't pray for you and give you the knowledge. You, it's only yeah. experience.
1: God, I have to go through it, yeah.
0: And this desperation gave me the boldness to ask God, if you are real, I need to know now.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And I need you to show yourself to me right now, tonight, right in this park, mm. right now. Can you please do that? Can you do that? Are you that, that God that the Bible talks about, that you're so powerful beyond our knowledge? Can, uh, so I pretty much challenged God. Mm. And I told him, I remember telling him, I give you three minutes
1: yeah. mm-hmm.
0: to show yourself up. Three minutes. And I stood there in silence. And I was waiting for like a wind or like a sound somewhere, you know. Just anything. Just anything. I was so desperate. I was looking for anything.
1: Yeah.
0: And I'm just sitting there thinking,
1: mm.
0: I know he's going to show up. I know he's going to show up. I know.
1: Yeah.
0: And it was the most quiet three minutes of my life. And nothing happened. Mm. At the end of my three minutes, I remember looking up into the sky and saying... I refuse to believe in you. I will no longer believe in you. I will no longer follow you. I will no longer read your word. I'm worked through. I'm done. Mm -hmm. I got up, turned around, and I walked back home. Mm -hmm. Problems at home still kept happening.
2: Your body language changed right there. What are you feeling right there? When you said that to God, your body language went, God. If I said that to God that's exactly <laughs>
0: that's exactly it you know it's just the thing is that a lot of times mm-hmm. when you give God a blank check yeah. you gotta be careful because yeah. God is such an amazing God yeah. that he'll grab anything yeah. but my thing was I just didn't know what was about to hit me mm-hmm. I had no clue what was gonna happen in my life after mm. that. Mm. But that was the beginning of some
2: crazy. That was the stuff. end of a lot
0: and the beginning of a new journey. Wow. And when I went home, nothing changed. My parents kept fighting.
2: Yeah.
0: Stressed out. This, this, and that. So one of the things that I picked up as, as this was happening, I started working out, going to the gym, mm-hmm. uh, you know, I was part of the wrestling team in high school, mm-hmm. and so I stayed really active, really active, really active. Mm-hmm. And I remember about six months after I did that declaration at the dog park that day,
1: mm-hmm.
0: I started having headaches every time I would go to the gym.
2: Interesting. Interesting.
0: Every time I would go to the gym, I started having headaches and headaches and headaches. Mm. The headaches prolonged for like weeks. So finally, one day, the headache wouldn't go away for two, three days. Mm. So I'm like, ah. So I finally, went to go see the doctor. <clears throat> the doctor, I told him my symptoms. The doctor's like, you know what? You should get your parents. But let's, let's, let's talk. Mm. Um, so I brought in my parents, and um, they decided they were gonna do a CAT scan, right? So they did a CAT scan on my brain. And the doctor comes back with the results, and mm-hmm. he goes, does your mom speak English? I'm like, yeah. I don't know, I said no. And mm-hmm. she's like, okay, well you're gonna have to translate for her mm-hmm. what, I'm, what I'm about to tell you. I'm like, yeah, sure, no problem.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And uh, Dr. Uh, Lance Alteno was, was the doctor. Mm-hmm. He, uh, he said, okay, well tell your mom, uh, you have a tumor in your brain oh
2: my goodness and
0: I was like what? he's like you have a tumor in the back of your head Mm. and I was like I just kind of I'm supposed to translate but I was just in so much shock that I was just sitting there trying to absorb it yeah so finally I, I get to tell my mom you know hey this is what's going on with me this is why the headaches are happening the doctor tells us okay this is the only options okay it's in such a delicate place it's in the very bottom of your of your brain but at the beginning area of your nervous system oh my goodness it's attached to both of those areas
2: yeah
0: so your options are as follows
1: mm.
0: you can get a surgery mm. we can try to remove it mm-hmm. as carefully as possible but there's a chance that you 50% chance you could die in this surgery. Oh
2: my goodness. There's
0: a really good chance that even if you make it, mm. you will never walk again.
2: Oh my goodness. Did you feel scared? Did you feel Oh, like you can like
0: just imagine like, you know, this tingling, thing, this this like this my my whole body started shaking. Oh my goodness. It was just a scary thing, you know. Yeah. And he's like, yeah, so so even then, you know, you can lose your 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 memory, you can All sorts of things. Wow. And I was just like, and what's the other option? Well, uh, because those options seem really bad for me.
2: Yeah.
0: So I'm like, well, what's the other option? He said, well, we can just let the tumor take its course and live as long as you can. We can Mm. give you medicine to kind of suit the pain and Mm. ride it out as long as possible. I was like, wow.
2: That's incredible.
0: And I remember... The only thing that kept coming to my head yeah. was that one night at the dog park when I, I challenged God, it was just like, like, like this throbbing in my head. Why? It just reminded me. Why did that me. remind you? I did I don't know. I believe it was the Holy Spirit. Mm-hmm. I but Well, I didn't know then, right. you know, because my mind had like shut doors for God and the Holy Spirit and I moved them out of my mind, out of my heart, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but I, I I knew later that it was the Holy Spirit, mm-hmm. and so <clears throat> we went ahead with the surgery. Mm-hmm. Uh, after the surgery, um, I I I didn't wake up. I was in a coma. Oh
2: my goodness! I was in a
0: coma for quite some time. Wow,
2: you um, must have been terrified. Yeah, I
0: mean my grandparents had to fly <laughs> in and everything, and when I woke up from the coma. Yeah. The one thing the doctor tells me is, welcome back. You know, he's throwing a little flashy light. <laughs> and see me if I can recognize. And, and.
2: Yeah.
0: And the thing is that I had lost my short-term memory. I didn't know who mom was. Oh, my goodness. I didn't know. I, I had a I had a fiancé at the time.
2: Oh, my goodness. I had a
0: fiancé at the time.
2: Mm.
0: Did not recognize her.
1: Mm.
0: My family, I didn't I mean. I couldn't tell the difference between the nurses and the people were, that were in the room.
1: Oh my god! Totally.
0: Goodness. And then the doctor tells me, "Well, the, well the, it gets better, right? So as I'm going through this experience, like, well, "Whoa, where, where am I, you know? He tells me, welcome back, Eric. I just want to tell you that, you know, we you will not be walking again. Mm. We, during the surgery, there were some complications. And we ended up damaging the nerve, the central nerve that goes down your spine. And so I was trying to feel my hands and my legs, Mm. but I couldn't feel anything. So I knew he was telling the truth. Mm. One night, I was, again, just at the bottom of the pit. I had tears coming down my ears, going into my, uh, down my eyes, into my ears. I felt so itchy, I couldn't itch oh, no.
2: you know, it's
0: horrible. it's like a, it's a horrible <laughs> way of torture. It's like it's horrible. I don't recommend it. I don't wish it up on nobody. <laughs> yeah,
2: no, we don't recommend that you guys.
0: <laughs> and I kept thinking about I want to kill myself. I, no, I just no. I, I don't want to be here no more. This is yeah. humiliating. This is what am I going to do? Mm. i am I'm, I'm 19 years old. How in the world am I going to live, have kids, have a wife? I can't do that anymore. Yeah. And so I'm thinking, okay, I'll solve this real quick. I kill myself. It's done. And that's when I I enter a a place Mm. that I call hell. Mm. Because it's one thing to want to kill yourself, and it's another one that you don't have the ability to carry out what you want to do.
2: Oh, my goodness. That That is is crazy. Yes,
0: like, I don't wish that on anybody.
2: uh, The only other thing that I remember is um, the movie The Million Dollar Baby. Have you seen that? Oh,
0: yes, that's a great movie. Yeah, it's
2: very traumatizing.
0: Yes, it is.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Just imagine.
0: And so, I couldn't do it. There's nothing I could do. And one night, I was... That night, I remember i'm gonna talk to god again
1: mm.
0: i'm like that's it like I, there's nothing i could do yeah and in my conversation that night because i really don't remember every word that i told him but i remember the very specific ones mm. and i remember telling i remember and you know for you guys that, that you're listening to this um god is there the whole time yeah. he carries you through and through over and over and over again so just know that this might be some part of my testimony, but you can't live off for other people's testimonies. You have to have your own testimony to know that what you feel is not something someone told you. Right. To know that they can burn all the Bibles in the world, and you can't—you're not going to change what you believe.
1: Mm-mm.
0: You know, you need that type of encounter with God, yep. as I had it. As as Sister Gloria Medrano has had it, and I'm Mm -hmm. sure other people have had it. They know exactly what I'm talking about. You need to have your own testimony. Mm -hmm. It's great. It's great, you know, that you get excited about my testimony or Sister Gloria's testimony, but you need to get your own testimony. That way, no matter what happens, through thick and thin, Mm -hmm. through trials and tribulation, through pain, doesn't matter what, you're with Jesus all the way through. And so, I just want to encourage you that if you haven't gotten that, if you haven't gotten into a relationship with God mm-hmm. to know Him personally, mm-hmm. I, I, I would, I would, you know what? I I would say if you have to get bold too, and if you have to ask God, uh, please show me the way. Mm-hmm. Then so be it.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: You know, God is a lot. People always ask me, well, why does God allow this? And why did I lose my arm? And why did I go blind? And why, why, why did God allow this? And you know, this is the thing.
1: Yeah.
0: I think because people don't know
1: yeah.
0: God very well,
1: yeah.
0: they don't get to realize or understand
1: yeah.
0: that God would rather you lose your finger instead of your soul.
2: Right, I agree. That is
0: eternal. Yeah. And so God does whatever He needs to do yeah to get you to listen yeah Mm -hmm. and that night i said god i'm confused are you Mm -hmm. the god of mexico again i went back to that Mm -hmm. are you the god of mexico the one i heard about that punishes people is this why you're punishing me because i disobeyed Mm -hmm. god it was out of frustration it was out of desperation god like why are you punishing me and at the same time i was like why are you the god of love the one i learned i'm learning about
1: mm-hmm.
0: and this i will never forget i mm-hmm. said to him god if you are the god the god of love
1: mm-hmm.
0: i promise you i give you my solemn word that if you heal me i will serve you for the rest of my life when I said that, I was thinking of taking up the trash at church, cleaning the bleachers. Mm-hmm. I was thinking about, you know, mm-hmm. uh, I don't know, just assisting people, mm-hmm. you know. Uh, that was my deal. Mm-hmm. But again, this is why I said never, never give God a blank check. Because He will write a bigger amount than you had even thought for yourself. So, I said, okay, if you heal me...
1: Yeah. I will serve you, yeah.
0: for the rest of my life. The following morning, something interesting happened. This group of older ladies yeah. came uh, to my room. Mm-hmm. It, it 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 was seven older ladies. I mean, seven. Older se- seven. <laughs> okay, God is a god of. Theomatics. Is he's all about the numbers, right? Uh-huh. To let you know that it's him. Yeah. And seven means perfection. Yeah. In in his word. Okay? And so we'll get to that in a minute, right? Okay. But okay. When, so these 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 ladies, they, they come and I'm thinking, I'm seriously, they must have been like ninety years old. Yeah. You know, from where I from where I could see them.
1: Wow. And the nurse
0: is like, "There's this group of older ladies that want to come visit you." Mm -hmm. And I'm like, "I didn't remember anybody." I'm like, "Let them in." Yeah. So um, they came in, Mm -hmm. and I'm looking at them. Mm -hmm. Like I don't recognize any of them, right? (laughs) So I'm like, "How can I help you?" And they're like, "Well, we're a we're a ministry that comes to the hospitals and pray." Yeah. And as we were praying, because we're beginning our day. God led us to this particular room. He wanted us to come pray for you. The first person would be you.
1: Yeah.
0: And I'm thinking to myself, God, I asked you to heal me, not to send me seven older women. <laughs> like, I was just like, are you kidding me? Like, what's happening, you know?
1: Yeah. This is
0: bananas. But I'm like, you know what? Just, just pray. Just do your thing. Yeah. Go on.
1: Yeah. hmm
0: And uh, the lady that was closest to me on my right, she's like,
1: okay, okay, close your eyes.
0: And she put her hand on my forehead, and she goes, in the name of, and I blacked out again. This is the second time that happened to me. Oh,
2: my goodness.
0: But only, except this time, Mm. everything disappeared. I was still in the same room. Mm
1: -hmm.
0: I was still in the same room. Everything disappeared. There was no roof in, in the room I was at. And I kept feeling, I, I saw my body going into space, going into the sky, going up, up higher. Okay? And th- there was this little dot out there in the universe mm-hmm. coming down, like this little tiny dot. And then, and I'm going up, and then finally mm-hmm. it gets close enough, and there's this humongous hand on top of me.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: A hand, right? Like, that's crazy, a hand. That's, that's, that's what I thought, right? Like, this is odd. <laughs> And this huge hand just comes right on top of me,
1: yeah.
0: And it speaks to me,
1: mm-hmm.
0: and I knew that was that was the word of God. That that was the voice of God. For the first time, I heard it, yeah. and this is what it said.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Do you believe me now? Mm-hmm. And I was just like, even I don't know if it was a a dream. I don't know if it was. Uh, An illusion I don't know but it was so real for me
1: yeah
0: so real for me yeah yeah. and it asked me do you believe me now Mm -hmm. do you believe that I'm real now
1: yeah
0: and I was like yes why did this happen to me Mm
1: -hmm.
0: and this is what the boys told me well because you wanted to know who I am
1: Mm
0: And I said, "So you allow this tumor, this problem, to happen to me?" And the boy said,
1: "Yes, mm-hmm.
0: because if I would have given you a headache, mm-hmm. you would just take a pill and
2: trust and, in the pill. And
0: trust in the pill. Mm-hmm. But I'm giving you, I'm giving you a tumor, because I want you to know how great I am.
1: Yeah.
0: And from now on, you won't follow nobody else." and I was just like that's big. and then whoosh, I woke up mm-hmm. and a couple of days after that I started feeling having feelings in my fingers
1: mm-hmm. and
0: in my legs
1: wow, and cool.
0: it wasn't wow. a miracle it was a healing
1: mm-hmm. it was
0: a process, process. And, and, and I thank God for that because I was so young and naive
1: yeah. that
0: my arrogance and my pride God broke that yeah. Because I was attached to machines, I couldn't go to the restroom, yeah. so the nurses had to take care of me and mm-hmm. they had to clean me up, and for me it was embarrassing. Yeah. But God broke me down through that through that process. Yeah. When I left the hospital,
2: yeah.
0: and I started walking again, because yeah. I started walking again. Yeah. Um,
2: I, you know, I, I don't know, let me let me just stop there for a minute, but I, I want to ask you this question. Um, and, and something that I feel inside too, but when God is about to do something huge in your life, huge as, as far as huge blessings, as far as huge ministry, as far as doing something that requires big, big faith, I believe that He He also takes you through this breaking down humility place. Oh, yes.
0: yes there there's a process. Yeah. There's a process. you've
2: got to know what that feels like to, to go through public humility, through um, some kind of uh, really... Difficult situation, so that when you get to that place of big blessings, you can handle that. You're ready. You can. Yeah, and you know you're
0: absolutely right. As a matter of fact, the Bible tells us that just as we share the inheritance of eternal life with God, yeah, we will share in the sufferings, in the persecution,
1: yeah,
0: in the the trials and the tribulations. And so, like you're right, it's 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 all a process.
1: Yeah,
0: it's all a process. You know, uh, mm-hmm. and God, God walks you through it the whole way through. Like He will never, just like His Word says, yeah. I will never abandon you. I will never forsake you. I will be there the whole time. Yeah. You know. Yeah. And so, yeah, it's it's definitely a process. And you know, for for those of uh, for those mm-hmm. of you guys watching us, I just wanna I just wanna say a couple of words about. Maybe you're going through a hard time. Maybe you're going through tri- tribulations. Maybe you're going through, uh, mm-hmm. you know, financial difficulties. You know, mm-hmm. uh, a lot of people think that because I'm a pastor, I don't go out. I don't go through those things. I, I do. Mm-hmm. I go through financial s- situations, struggles. I go through. You know, sickness. I go through temptation. I go through lust. I I got my own set of sins that I'm fighting every single day. You know, mm-hmm. but I just want to encourage you and remind you that God is with you the whole way yeah. through. Yeah. You're gonna see the light at the at the end of the tunnel. Mm-hmm. And you know what's interesting is that as God healed me, mm-hmm. He taught me all about humility. But you would think, oh, man, I just went through such a great experience. I'm healed. You would think, oh, jump right into back on the horse, being with God. And I didn't. I went back to the world, mm-hmm. back to the. I started drinking. Isn't that and, just like uh,
2: our human nature? Yeah. Yes.
0: Exactly. It's, That's. This is exactly.
2: Yeah.
0: You're absolutely. It's. it's God it's,
2: gives us a choice, you guys. It's and and we make these really weird choices.
0: Yeah. I mean. I mean. The the apostle uh, Paul, I believe, said, you know, the things that I want to do, I don't exactly, do, yeah. and the things I don't want to do is the ones that I end up doing. Yeah. You know. It's mm-hmm. and a lot of people think that. Uh, you know, accepting Christ in their heart and in their life is like a place, like on the mm. top of the mountain. I'm on top of the mountain.
1: Mm. No,
0: that's not. That's not how it works. Mm. It's it's a process. You know, that's why God yeah, talks about going through the fire. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. It, it, it's 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 all a process. Even in mm-hmm. in the uh, nation of Israel, yeah. God let mm-hmm. the generation that left out of yeah. out of Egypt yeah. die, yeah. because they wouldn't. Let go of their mental bondages. Yeah, they wanted to think like slaves. They wanted to live like slaves. Yeah. And you know,
2: yeah. that's that's
0: the whole job of the desert.
2: Mm-hmm. You hear what he said right there, you guys. A mental bondage. They didn't let go of their mental bondage. Our mind is powerful, isn't it?
0: Oh my gosh! You know, I was just talking about it on Sunday. I was, I was, I was actually sharing something mm-hmm. about the the power of. Of the mind mm-hmm. and the power of of pay, of writing things down, you know um, yeah. i I often when I help uh, counsel people or, or I've spoken to couples, mm. one of the exercises I have them do is to write it write down
1: mm.
0: what you went through write down what that person did to you mm-hmm. you know unfortunately, half of the people do half of the people don't, and they don't get to. Uh, mm-hmm. go through the exercise and experience the healing mm-hmm. but and this is not black magic this is not this is actually uh biblical mm-hmm. okay mm-hmm. um i was sharing with them on sunday you know about writing it down writing things down mm-hmm. and if it's something that is impacted you a little bit mm-hmm. uh but it's still it goes from your conscious to your subconscious it's just there mm-hmm. You know, and, and I don't know about you guys, but sometimes you're thinking about paying the rent, mm-hmm. and you're fine, you ate great, you exercised in the morning, some, re- some reason you feel out of energy.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Well, that's because that thing is weighing you down on your subconscious. It's just sitting there
1: mm-hmm. yeah.
0: It's just totally sitting there. It's a good one. So how do we get rid of it?
1: Yeah
0: uh, 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 I'm going to show you just, I want to just okay. share this with you guys. I know <laughs> it's going a little bit off subject, but, but I say, write it down.
1: Okay, write it down. Write it down. Mm-hmm.
0: What hap- number one, what happens when... And I was sharing this with my wife the other day. Yep. You know, I was telling her about... You know, everything created
1: mm-hmm. wasn't
0: created. It started in the mind.
1: Yeah.
0: Everything. I mean, your laptop. Everything starts in the mind. That's how powerful the mind is, okay?
1: Mm-hmm.
0: So I was sharing with her that... Um,
1: mm-hmm.
0: um, and with the church write it down because what happens is mm-hmm. it goes from your subconscious mm-hmm. into your conscious unfortunately you have to relive it again it becomes emotional again as you're writing down you might have a little a teardrop on the paper mm-hmm. but you're reliving it you're grabbing onto it mm-hmm. right you write it down and and it's like just this whole roller coaster of emotions again mm-hmm. but at the end, when you're done, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. you have literally put energy into that piece of paper. I want to explain how this works, right? Mm-hmm. And it's biblical. I'll show it to you. Don't worry about it. We're no. not trying to start a new <laughs> uh, a new religion or nothing. It's, it's biblical. So you write it down. And yeah. what you should do with it is burn it or throw. just put it in the ocean.
1: Yeah.
0: Put it in the ocean. Yeah. It might have to take, if it's something small, you might have to do it two, three times.
1: If it's something really
0: deep, write write it down as many times as the energy just comes out and go throw it in the ocean. Mm
1: -hmm.
0: And people always ask me, wait a minute. How how can you put emotion into a paper to get rid of it? I said, well, hasn't your wife ever given you a card saying thank you, I love you for the great... Husband you are, how does it make you feel?
1: Mm.
0: Oh, it, yeah. what about Father's Day cards? Mm. I mean, you know, I've gotten Father's Day card, and, and it's not like they're going to make it out to the store so I can, <laughs> you know, put them on the yeah. shelves and sell them. Yeah. But they meant something to me because of who they came from. Yeah. Right? So as you're reading a Father's Day card, yeah. the letters, the ink,
1: yeah,
0: it's, it puts emotion in you.
1: Yeah.
0: And you begin to cry. Yeah. You're like wow. Yeah. So
1: mm-hmm.
0: this is where it gets biblical. God says, "Give me all of your mm-hmm. worries, and I will cast them into the deepest part of the sea where they will not be remembered no more." Even God doesn't want them.
2: Right.
0: Yeah. Isn't that amazing?
2: Yeah. He says he doesn't want he doesn't want them. But anything any tell me if I'm right, right? All that stuff that you went through, mm-hmm. if you were to tell that to somebody, some human person, they couldn't make you well. They, they they couldn't even, probably couldn't even, it traumatizes me hearing it. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. But that big of a thing, God can handle. Yes. Anything huge, God can handle you guys. There's nothing too big for Him
0: absolutely no you're absolutely he's not
2: going to reject you in other words he's not gonna, he doesn't say you know i don't want that you know
0: exactly you know so so what god says uh, when god says in his word give them to me he he because he knows what to do with them he puts them away and we're carrying these things day after day. They're just in the subconscious and more things and more things add up and add up and add up to your mind.
2: And then he wants to replace it, right?
0: Exactly. That that was gonna be my next point. And so what happens when you it's just like it's just like uh, you know, I was drinking coffee. I'm not supposed to drink coffee, but I I, I, I drink coffee. So I normally go to sleep really early because I wake up really early. And I got one for sister Gloria too. Yeah. Um if 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 this cup is completely full Mm -hmm. there's no you can't pour anything else in there Mm -hmm. god says pour it out give them to me and now you have a whole brand new empty cup he can pour stuff in there into you now now you're like a whole new vessel isn't that amazing guys that's the god of the bible that's good that is the god of the bible and it amazes me gloria that that he has carried someone like me, somebody simple with no background. I don't have nobody in my family that was ever a pastor, uh, nothing. We're, we were like a, like a, just like a poor family,
1: mm-hmm.
0: you know and, and God took interest in someone like me. And I say, if God took interest in someone like me,
1: mm-hmm.
0: he could definitely, definitely put his interest in you if he hasn't already. He's always putting his eyes on the impossible, yeah. you know when the when the world has discarded you, when the world has written you off, God says that she's mine, He's mine. Yes. Your mind. Yes. That's the God of the Bible. Amen. So be happy for that. Yeah. Because God is always looking for new candidates. Always looking for new things to do yeah. in people's life. Especially in this generation. Because you know what's happening, Gloria? We were talking about the desert and yeah. the mental bondage. Yeah. This is happening in Christianity nowadays.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: In Christianity. Mm-hmm. Now, I do believe. And I do believe because mm-hmm. it's the Word of God. That God has set out a design for us to follow. Yes. Okay. He has set out a, a design for us to follow. Mm. Now, one of the biggest thing and one of the saddest things that has hap- that's been happening is this fight and this struggle about women should not preach. Mm. Women shouldn't preach because the Bible says so. Mm. I want to read something to you that I found. Not that I found that I came up with, but it's in the Bible, and and I and I and I found it. And I was just, it spoke to me, mm. the Holy Spirit spoke to me so loud that I was just almost in tears. Mm. I was like, wow. Now, I do believe that, you know, a church you have the, the, the husband, the wife, you know, pastoring the church. Mm. I do believe that. Mm-hmm. Um, but I also believe that women can preach. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to show you where it says they can't preach. If you go to the book of Luke, right? Luke chapter um, 19, let me see, I have it right here, and I, I wanted to make sure that I didn't forget about it, so I wrote it down, I put it down on my phone, and I wanted to share with Luke 19, 19 verse 40, Luke chapter 19 verse 40, it says, this is what it says guys, check it out, it says, I tell you he replied, this is Jesus speaking in red letters, I tell you he replied, if they keep quiet the stones will cry out okay and and, and, and in order for you to understand that particular verse because i don't believe in taking one verse out of its context to use as a pretext Mm -hmm. right Mm -hmm. i believe as the whole story so what's happening is the people are receiving jesus and calling jesus the messiah the son of god and you know they're glorifying him and then the pharisees tell jesus rebuke them jesus Mm -hmm. What do you think the job of the church is? Is to tell the world that Jesus is the son of God. That Jesus is the one God sent into the world. So for whoever were to believe in Jesus would not perish, but to be saved, to have eternal life, right? Yeah. Okay. So the the Pharisees tell Jesus, rebuke them for saying that. Hmm. and That's when Jesus says, I tell you. If they keep quiet, the stones will cry out. My question to you is this. What's more important, more valuable to God?
1: Mm-hmm.
0: His creation, mm-hmm. as Genesis one twenty six puts it, that was made in His image mm-hmm. and in His likeness? Or the rocks that we walk on? I'm just going to leave that out there for you guys. And this is another and and this this particular verse actually this this verse that I'm going to read to you it collaborates with this the verse that I just read from Luke 19:40 yeah. and it's found in Galatians and it says Galatians 3.28, it says, Mm -hmm. There is neither Jew nor Greek. There is neither bond or free. There is neither male or female, for you are all one in Jesus Christ. Interesting. Okay, I mean, we are one now.
2: (laughs) Yeah.
0: And here is the church... Instead of being concerned mm-hmm. about preaching, into, um, uh, preaching to the world
1: yeah. that
0: God sent Jesus so we may, so we may have eternal life, yeah. right? Yeah. But, but here's a church fighting about women shouldn't talk, shouldn't speak.
2: Yeah.
0: We are one now. Mm-hmm. But again, we see it in God's sovereignty. Mm-hmm. What's happening is these, I, I call them all, all mentality and all fashion churches. They're not growing anymore. And it's the same thing that happened to the Israelites when they came out of Egypt because they refused to let go of that slave mentality. Yeah. God kept them wandering around in the desert for 40 years yeah. into a new generation grew up who was who who was born free. Yeah. Who knew to live free.
1: Yeah.
0: He let the other ones die so these new ones can take over. Mm. God is doing the same thing to the church right now. Mm -hmm. He's letting those, those that refuse to see what God is doing right now, Mm
1: -hmm. die out. Wow.
0: He's totally, I'm, I'm trying, you you guys are not listening. Yeah. I'm going to have to just bring you guys home.
1: Yeah.
0: You know, I'm going to have to just let it die. You guys are not getting. It's not again. It's not about you. It's not about your ministry. It's about me, says the Bible. It's Amen. about me, says Jesus.
2: Amen. That's Amen. awesome, Eric. So this fireball, we know cool. where Esme gets her fire from. <laughs> um, so, I don't know. She's a whole fireball all
0: on herself. <laughs> let me tell you.
2: She's good. Um, so with that said, I want to kind of summarize. You know, so 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 you had this uh, upbringing of coming from Mexico to. America, you had to go through transitions. Then you went through some uh, transitioning of language barriers Mm -hmm. that you overcame. Um, But something inside of you kept having this resilience towards all of this. Then you went through the traumatic event of having a brain tumor. Dude,
1: that's a lot. (laughs) I've been traumatized.
2: And then you're in this state of mind where you want to kill yourself. But you can't! I, you can't, Your exactly. hands are tied. You can't move your hands to do it. <laughs> do you know what I
1: mean?
0: Yeah, I know. The it's only horrible. other
2: traumatic thing that I can remember, which I was just saying, is, is that movie, The Million Dollar Baby, where she, she, you know, was trying to kill herself. It was tra- traumatic, if you watch that. This, this is, uh, the feeling of that is, is, is traumatic. Yeah. Just listening to that story. Mm. What, what your parents must have been going through, your mom, what she was going through. Um, what you were in, you were in your head thinking about all those things.
0: You know I, I, I honestly believe it was the Holy Spirit just doing a work in me. I honestly I, I, it's just like the devil. The devil thinks he he's, he, he's gonna break you down. that's his job. But, but, but God's job is to use what the devil throws at you to mm. make you better. You know? Yes. And so there you go. <laughs> yes, yes. Yeah. And so I just I, I just kind of held on and mm. and uh, you know you would think one of the things that I think about uh not not as often now as I did before yeah. is that after that that big healing that God did in my life I went back into the world into mm. the drinking and the parties and the girls and this and that you know um and then God speaks to me again when I'm 29 years old and this I know it's in a dream. Mm. I was 29 years old, and I had a dream,
1: mm-hmm.
0: and I was I was like a third person because mm-hmm. I could see myself. Mm-hmm. There was a cabin on the bottom, right? Mm-hmm. And I was inside the cabin uh, in the back room, mm-hmm. and I could see myself like from the mountain area. It's hard hard to explain it.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And this great light just started approaching the cabin, and it got to the front door, and,
1: mm-hmm.
0: and, and it knocked, even though it never touched the door. Mm-hmm. It was all like telepathically
2: you know it was just, right. it was just
0: something from another world right and then and
2: it knocked
0: and knocked and then me from inside i answered without speaking hmm. you know it's almost like you could hear the thoughts hmm. and it and and i asked the light hmm. who are you what do you want and the the light replied uh 10 years ago
1: yeah
0: you made a covenant with me yeah
1: mm-hmm. if
0: i healed you you would serve me but you've been living in sin for 10 years and again the number 10 is very important Mm -hmm. okay because the number 10 remember what god gave the israelites when he brought them out of egypt the 10 commandments so it means god's order Mm -hmm. but he also gave pharaoh the Mm -hmm. 10 plagues Mm -hmm. so it means order and testing Mm -hmm. and so i've been living in for 10 years Mm -hmm. Forgot about, about what God did in my life. I'm just doing my own thing, you know. Mm-hmm. And in this dream, God says, and so I come to collect your soul.
2: Yeah.
0: And I'm thinking in my dream, mm. what?
2: Mm.
0: Ten years ago, you asked me to heal you. Right. And that you would, you would give your life to me. You would serve me for the rest of your life. Right. And you, pretty much you haven't done it till today.
2: Yeah,
0: and on that day,
2: yeah,
0: when I woke up, I thought about it for for quite some time, and then I remember taking my wife, and I believe we had our our first son Isaiah, if he's watching us, <laughs> I mean, um, and I, I tried to take my wife to this to this local church, and we got there really late. We ended up not going, yeah. but from that point on, my desire to want to go back to God, to want to go back to To the church and learning started growing and growing and growing, and we finally and we finally found this one small church Mm. um, out there uh, out here in San Diego by Main Street off the Five, and we congregated there. And I started Mm. serving as a youth leader, and I started you know giving the opportunity to go out to the pulpit and preach. Mm. So it was, God started working in me, right? Mm -hmm. And then when I started talking about the money and the church it was a huge problem for my pastor Hmm. it was such a big problem that he pretty much cut me off dry from the ministry completely dry talking about feeling down Mm -hmm. talking about like are you kidding me you're the person that's the people that are supposed to help me (laughs) from one day to the next completely cut me dry I was supposed to have a, a about a teaching mm. about discipling. I go up to the to the room that Sunday morning and it's mm. almost somebody who was already there. Mm. And I'm thinking, what's going on? And you know, the the brother who was there had had the had the the love to come and tell me because it wasn't his fault. He's like, you know what, Pastor told me to take over, blah blah blah, and I was like, What?
1: Mm.
0: So I prayed about it. My wife prayed about it. And we tried to speak with with, with our pastor who was our, our mentor, our leader. Yeah. And uh, he was not talking to us. And at that point, and you know, I don't mean to talk bad about the church. This is not about talking about the church. But I just want to remind everybody that the Bible says, do not put your side on men. Because you men are going to let you down. Yeah. They're going to disappoint you. A cursed is the man. if That's what the Bible says. Cursed is the man who puts his sight and trust on another man. Mm-hmm. And that's what I did. And that's what God taught me through that. Yeah. What we did, and this is how the whole ministry got started.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Okay? We ended up leaving the church.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And we're thinking, okay, I guess this is it. Mm-hmm. And then one of my friends calls me, who I led to the Lord. Yeah. Who started going to that church and starts asking me about like, yeah, I heard you left the church and what's going on? I'm like, mm-hmm. you know, uh, we, it's just, it was just time for us to move.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: You know, God is, God is moving us. And so we just, we just want to be obedient and we're good. You know, yeah. we left it at that. And he's like, well, where are you going to go to church now? And I remember it as if it was yesterday. Out of just the top of my head, mm-hmm. I'm like, oh, I'm just going to do Bible studies at home with my wife and the kids. And we'll, that's it. Well, can we come? I'm like, uh, I, I kind of got stuck because, or else I would have been cut lying. You know what I mean? So I'm like, uh, yeah, sure. He's like, so when are you going to do the Bible studies, right? Because right. He, he's been telling me for this particular friend, he's been telling me to to uh, partner with the pastor and start Bible study groups, Okay. right? And so... You know, it was no it was no coincidence. I think the Lord had used him to kind of push me, push me, push me, push me, but yes. I just couldn't see the big picture. Yeah. And so he's like, So when are you gonna have him? I'm like, uh <laughs> Saturdays. Okay, what time? I'm like, uh <laughs> six o'clock. So finally I hang up with him and then here comes Saturday. I get a phone call on my I get a phone call and I'm like, hello? He's like, Hey, so six o'clock, right? We're on? And I'm like, oh, my gosh. I forgot. I had totally forgotten about it. I was just trying to make something up just to kind of just quiet down the conversation. you know? Yeah. <laughs> so I to stop asking me where I'm going to go to church and all that stuff. Right. So I was just like, uh, yeah. And so on our first Bible study group, mm-hmm. including the kids... Because it, it was two families. It was yeah. seven, seven of us. And I've yeah. thought about this and thought about this and thought about this yeah. for a long time. Yeah. About the numbers, right?
1: Yeah.
0: And, and it was the perfection of God the whole way. So from that Saturday,
1: mm-hmm.
0: every Saturday, people kept coming mm-hmm. and coming mm-hmm. and coming until the end of November of 2016.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: I, we had 50 people in wow. the living room of my house. And me teaching Bible studies yeah. in English and Spanish because some people couldn't speak English, some people didn't understand Spanish,
1: mm-hmm.
0: and that's when it hit me: like, what are we doing here?
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Like, what's happening? And mm-hmm. then people trying to leave money, and I'm like, no, no, no. Mm-hmm. So that's when I really had to get in 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 personal with God. That's when I had to go to be alone with Him.
1: Yeah.
0: What are you doing, God?
1: Right.
0: What's happening? Yeah.
1: Yeah.
0: You know, and. And that's when God reminded me
1: yeah.
0: about that one time I asked Him yeah. to heal me. I will serve You,
1: mm-hmm.
0: and he, he He pretty much He mm-hmm. pretty much confirmed, yeah. "This is your calling. This is mm-hmm. how I'm going to use you."
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And He did it. He did it very, very powerful in mm-hmm. my life. Mm-hmm. I'm reading the scripture when I get when I got alone with God to find out what is He doing, yeah. what He really doing with my life. Why do right. people keep coming? And I read the scripture. You know, I, I share. I I don't share it with a lot of people, but mm-hmm. you know, careful who I share because some people, like you said. You need to have gone through something like this to understand or else you won't understand or else people will think you're crazy. Mm -hmm. But I'm up there early, early in the morning, Mm -hmm. four or five in the morning. Mm -hmm. One day I just woke up and I started praying, 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 praying. Then I opened the word and God shows me this verse and the letters in the Bible begin to Mm levitate, literally float out of the Bible.
1: Yeah.
0: And this is what
1: Mm -hmm.
0: it says. It says Exodus 34, 10. Yeah. And this is what it says. Yeah. Then the Lord said, I'm making a covenant with you. Mm-hmm. Before all your people, I will do wonders never before done in the nation, mm-hmm. in all the world. The people you live among will see how awesome is the work that I, the Lord, will do mm-hmm. through you. Mm-hmm. Obey what I command you today mm-hmm. and I will drive out before you the Amorites, the Canaanites, the Hittites, the Parasites, the Hevi- Hevi- tides mm-hmm. and the Jebusites. Mm-hmm. Be careful not to make any treat with those who live in the land where, uh, where you are going, or they will be a snare among you. Yes. And that's when I received yeah. my calling as a pastor.
2: Awesome. Let's end with that. Amen. Let's end with that. Amen. You guys... These stories, I know, probably for some of you out there, are blowing your mind maybe um, a little bit. But these things are true. Um, uh, these things happen. Uh, God is—he's uh, the God of miracles. Amen. Um, as you could see, he's walking and well and healthy. Um, so obviously, you he were healed. In that process and i have
0: the scar to prove it so if you give me a chance before we leave i want to show the viewers the scar where my okay. my surgery took
1: amen
0: hey, i'm gonna have to just turn around real quick you tell me <laughs> if they can see it or not so yeah we can see if you can pull the shirt down a oh, little bit Oh
2: man look at that scar can you see the scar right there you guys that is a it it goes from here all the way down to here that's crazy yes and right. before i used You're to are getting the hearts for that one no, and, and you know <laughs> I, and
0: you know I, I, right after my surgery i'm like oh i don't want to have a scar
1: yeah
0: and the doctor told me well if you guys if the insurance we can put it through the insurance and we might work you know some some something in there so we, it's not that good yeah but god it never went through the insurance never approved it And now I thank God I have this scar because this scar Mm -hmm. leads people to ask me, what's that? And I get to tell them, this is the great I am. This is what God has done in my life. He can do it in your life. Can I get an amen up in
2: here? Yes.
0: Amen.
1: Yes,
2: exactly. So with that said, you guys, we're going to start to end and and, kind of bring it down to a close but um i want to just ask you one more question which i ask most people is um what do you want to say to the audience what do you want to end with what's what is what is the core of who eric is
0: you know the the truth is there's no more eric eric died a long time ago That's a Good one. if if there's anything that my heart and my mind desires is uh, I don't want people to know me for my name. Like my name doesn't matter.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: I want people to know Jesus. And so, I want to really encourage you for those of you guys that are listening to us, mm-hmm. listen, listening to us right now, mm-hmm. or maybe later, you might hear this 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 uh podcast later on, tomorrow, whatever in a week.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: You know, just know that it's not a it's not a coincidence that you're listening to this. I want to encourage you mm-hmm. to get with Jesus. Now, i don't know where you live, you know and and I want to just do this for three groups of people. those people that have walked away from their faith yeah.
1: it's
0: never too it's never too late to come back to Jesus. Okay. I want to send an invitation to that group. Mm-hmm. maybe you don't have a church to go to you do believe you just mm-hmm. don't don't have anywhere to go um, The second group i wanna uh do an invitation to is the group who um, they just don't, don't want to know anything about God. Mm-hmm. And so my challenge to you more than an invitation is to give God a chance mm-hmm. to show up in your life like He did in mine and and, and for you to receive Him. You know, uh, And if you fit in one of those three categories, the ones that don't have a church to go to, they believe, they just don't have a church to go to, mm-hmm. uh, the group that um wants to um wants to believe but is in doubt you know i don't know i gotta get my sins together you know and and then the atheist the one that totally refuses the idea of the supreme being those three groups i want to give you an invitation now our church is in spring valley Mm -hmm. okay Uh, i thought god was gonna take us to like another neighborhood you know Mm -hmm. like you know take us you know to la jolla or something (laughs) no God took us to Spring Valley because yeah. that's where God wants us to be.
1: Yeah.
0: Okay, He's the one that calls the shots. Mm-hmm. I want to invite you guys to come check us out, yes. to come check out what God is doing in our ministry. Yeah. And we're located at eighty two eighty five Skyline Drive, mm-hmm. San Diego, California nine two one one four. We have two services. We have an English service at ten a.m., mm-hmm. ten thirty a.m. I'm sorry, and a, a Spanish service at one p.m. Mm-hmm. I just want to encourage everybody everybody that can that lives near us um, just give God a chance I know God is doing great things through I am eternal ministries yes. so that's that's what I would tell them I would tell them give God a chance not me I can't help you okay I, I can't help you I got my own struggles I got my own stuff you know when when that's why I love the word it the word says mm-hmm. um, do not stand on your own righteousness. Mm-hmm. If I come out here and start talking about who I am and what I do, tomorrow you see me drinking or you see me doing those things that, that are not biblical, that is not what I'm supposed to be doing. You'll be disappointed. You'll walk away from your faith. Yeah. But God says, do not stand on your own righteousness, but stand on my righteousness. And when you preach the Word of God, you're not talking about no one but, but God. And so I would just want to just do that. I would just... Encourage you guys to, to get with God. That would be the main thing. Forget about my name. If you don't remember my name, that's <laughs> great. That's great. You can find us on Facebook as well. I am Eternal Ministries. Mm-hmm. And we're actually working, Gloria, awesome. to to get our own YouTube channel. Really? Uh, so, great. you know, okay. we need subscribers. We need <laughs> subscribers. Subscribes to I am. You can find us either um putting down i am eternal ministries or you can you can also look us up as pastor eric fajardo mm-hmm. either way you know uh and, and help us spread the word of god onto the nations into the world amen amen, amen. God.
2: Eric, thank you for coming oh and you're it's gonna a pleasure come back again though right anytime you want awesome, awesome. anytime you want so guys we got a peace out for now and That's it. I can't. There's no more to say. Anyways, (laughs) we're going to peace out. Peace out. Peace.
1: Peace out. (laughs) Amen.